happy monday to each of you and welcome to our show perspective this is episode number 21 episode number 21 i guess it's true what they say time flies while you are having fun well tonight i'm not going to delay the time um because we have a very um great show planned tonight this is the first time that i've done a show of this magnitude so i'm very excited um and i know um when you guys saw the topic you probably thought that it was gonna be one type of show but um i'll let you see for yourself tonight so um without any further delay i'm gonna go ahead and start bringing our guests in so we could get started tonight our first guest tonight she is no stranger um to the perspective family jasmine i've even lost count um of how many episodes you've done i'm not gonna even try to count but um everyone knows jasmine stinson she's just a great um counselor and therapist um she has her own practice and locally she um is with impact family counseling so welcome again jasmine stinson jasmine thank you for agreeing to do the show tonight thank you for having me you're welcome and then our next guest um isis is no stranger to the prospective family um to birmingham even though she's moved back home to st louis um she's still a birminghamian yes i said a birminghamian a new word i just created at heart but welcome um back to my sister isis we're glad to have her back on and last but certainly not least y'all know i had to get uh at least one male in the house to deal with this conversation and i'm glad to have him back on um this is none other than my great friend counselor clinton woods and he is doing awesome things in district one and before we con continue i must give kudos to you for all the hard work you did to give district one a grocery store new depot haven't had a chance to drop by yet but heard nothing but great things so kudos to you on that thank so, you sir you're welcome um, i'm sorry to interrupt my computer is about to die i'm gonna have to switch devices so i'm gonna disappear for okay. just a okay gotcha. and isis just clicked out so um hopefully she'll be back on and so while we're waiting on them this is perfect timing if you could tell um viewers um that are on what can they expect from meet depot we'll count on freestyle until we can get the ladies back in uh yeah so it's pretty cool actually it's um you know over there residents wanted to upgrade in a uh, grocery store in the area and so uh what they bring to the table that i think is is really cool in addition to kind of all your name brands that you typically uh look for in the stores they have a butcher in-house and they are cutting uh all cuts of meat every day and so uh they got better prices what we're seeing is a lot of restaurants are actually coming in and buying in bulk uh because you're getting that uh top quality butcher right there you're getting good pricing and uh you know they opened last monday they've been open seven days i think i've been four times so it, it, wow. it's convenient um you know i try to go get what if i'm gonna cook i'm gonna cook today so i don't need to like get the three buggies and uh if, if the mood to cook strikes me again tomorrow then i just stop back by uh and so you get what you need but i mean they're cutting stuff fresh every day gotcha. and so i'm enjoying it people are really appreciating that so i think they're gonna do really well here but uh it's really one of those something for every everybody things because the businesses have really uh jumped in and and they are um taking advantage of those uh good prices that fresh cut daily they're not as not having to freeze the stuff and keeps up with stuff for there uh they cut it daily and they sell it out so it's it's, it's pretty cool to watch so i'm excited to get the word out and watch them grow 
Cool. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely um, look forward to having you on next year to talk about the awesome things additionally that are having happening in District 1. And y'all, let me tell y'all, I've seen a lot of y'all that live in District 1. Some of y'all I know, some of you I don't know. Y'all have been saying that District 1 was in a food desert. You have a great grocery store that has quality meats. Councilor Woods just told you about it. Please go out and patronize and support. Please go out and patronize and support. This is how we get to see more of these things in the city. So um, again, I've seen many of you complain about the problem. Now our Councilor Woods is giving you a solution. Please get out and support and you won't be disappointed. All right, so the rest of the announcements, like I said, I'm going to keep to the end because I'm really excited about this. Good evening to everyone watching so far. So let's get started. So <laughs> this was the first time we they're laughing already because um, me and Jasmine, Jasmine. <laughs> I'm really going to be like, wow, did they really just do that? So let me say this. Um, this was a collaborative effort. Uh, what we did, we wanted to come up with, um, and we, we stopped at 13. This list could have gotten longer and longer and longer and longer. But we wanted to come up with um, some of the things that can stress individuals out and um, families out during the holiday season. So while I'm saying that, let me set a disclaimer out, because I don't want anybody in my inbox after the show, anybody in my guest inbox trying to come for them. We are not trying to um, make fun of you if there are serious mental issues. Um, all of my guests are on, they know I don't roll like that. A lot of you that are watching know I don't roll like that. The objective for this show tonight, really all but about three of these, they're really serious and so we are gonna take time, but the rest of them, after you've done the, sh after you've seen the show tonight, you're gonna say, have I really been stressing about that? It's really not that deep. So we just wanted to like bring some of these to your forefront. So I didn't mix, I mixed them up on purpose. So we're just going to get it rolling. And what we'll do, um, all of us can tackle some of them, but if it's really one that's just bugging you and you just want to take it by yourself, admit it. All right, so let's get started. The first one, crazy family tradition. Whoever wants to tackle that one first, be my guest. Uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll say this first and foremost. How many of you all actually started putting Christmas lights up as soon as Thanksgiving hit? I mean, like the, like the day after, you know, that was the tradition in our house where we would end up putting Christmas, you know, ornaments up. And I'm thinking to myself, we haven't even really gotten done with dinner yet. And uh, we still have leftovers in the fridge. Thanksgiving is still like settling in a little bit. And y'all want me to put up Christmas? Oh, and then it's like, it's not just one little utensil or, or one tree. You got to go, go out and get the tree. The whole family has to go and get the tree. And then everyone has their own ornaments. So not only do we have to line up to put the things on the tree, we got to sit here and go through all the different ornaments that we do have to try to figure out how mom wants this set across the tree. And everybody has to help, even the folks that really have no ability to put bulbs on trees. But, you know, that's... Uh, one of my crazy family traditions on Thanksgiving. So that's kind of how that goes. And Isis, I know and agree with you that it is possible not to know how to put bulbs on the tree. So I, I just put, not putting bulbs on the tree properly because <laughs> I grew up in a household in which things had to be symmetrical and 
Like, okay, so yeah. I'm gonna move yeah. again. I said, so don't laugh because I'm gonna have to move my phone again. You saw me struggling with it. And y'all don't judge my stuff. I had a wrap behind it, but notice that my trees all the same Yay. color Yay. and things are evenly spaced. And <laughs> When it comes from Isis, I grew up in a house like yours, like yeah. decorating the tree is a big deal and it needs yeah. to be right. Like don't yeah. put any crazy colors. Like I need my spacing. I need thick lights, like tradition. Tradition. <laughs> that, 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 that's, a, that's a beautiful part. It's, 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 it's the beautiful part about it, but it's also very stressful in the aspect of you know, trying to get the whole family in, involved. So I, I, I applaud you, Jasmine, because again, a lot of folks I know this year are kind of like, look, we putting a reef up and some candles in the in the in the window, and that's about as far as we gonna go with this, okay? So I thoroughly understand, fellas. Y'all don't have y'all traditions, y'all. Y'all don't do y'all y'all things in the house. Uh, I'm gonna you gonna have to think back because we don't have anything super recent. But if you can think back to back when people could gather still, and back when uh kids showed up at the holiday gathering. Uh, and it wasn't fresher than the adults. Like we used to show up in the sweatsuits and we would always towards the end of the gathering, like the nephews and the uncles would go outside and it would always be like some kind of foot race would break out. Hey, and so right. like every year, like we would try to see which one of the nephews was faster. Uh, one of the uncles would always pull a hamstring out there at some point because they haven't ran in 12 months since last year. That was it, man. And then at, at some point the kids like, Started having better clothes on than the adults at the gathering, and, and, and no more was there playing outside. But uh, we used to have that yearly football game in the front yard, and uh, kids these days is different. So, but uh, that 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 was it for a long time. That's what's up. That's beautiful. One crazy tradition that we do, and uh, for those of you who watch, my sister kind of hit it on it a few weeks ago. My sister Monica, but we've started um, a family Christmas story. And so the way this works, one person starts it and it goes around the room. So keep in mind that, um, and this is my dad's side of the family. So when we all get together, it's about 18 or 20 of them. You can say whatever you want to in the store. <laughs> so can sometimes get longer and longer and longer and longer. Oh. And I think the last person that's sitting there waiting at the end, you're like, okay, so I got to come after all of this. But it's really something that we've all that we've all looked forward to. Now the tree stuff, we don't have any of those traditions. My uh, uh, sister, okay. my sister does the decorating hey, stuff. And so disappointed. Um, yeah, you have to do it her way. So, um, I'll go in and talk to her and hang up. <laughs> but um, said, yeah, she's huh? like, I'm not doing her way. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, she because my mother talks crazy to people. It's unnecessary, you know. And it's like every year, it's it's just it's it, you know. And we know this is gonna happen, so it's like crazy. It's like absolutely crazy. But I love that one. Crazy family traditions is definitely dope. Right. Yeah, I may or may not have been told that I won't help because you're just gonna go back and do it over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's OCD just straight kicks in during the Christmas. I promise you, Thanksgiving and Christmas are the worst, but I, I appreciate it. That's that's dope. All right. So the second one, overspending on gifts or buying gifts for too many people. I don't fall for that no more. 
I'm sorry. I don't. I <laughs> you get you get straight cash. Okay. And it might be a 20. It might not be anything but in that. You know, I said, but but the whole run around trying to get you what you want for Christmas and you know, you know, Maurice wanted this for for and, and little Janet, she wanted such no, 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 no. Here's 20. <laughs> Here's another 20. And you all can get whatever you want, okay? <laughs> but I'll be damned because my mom used to like, I don't know about your mothers, but our parents used to like drive themselves crazy. Right. Unless, of course, they were organized and they actually got these gifts during the year, which I think is more practical, you know, especially when you do see these certain toys on sale. And you know, your kids are just going to want toys. It doesn't necessarily matter if it's that one specific one. And usually during that time, it won't be too bad if you, if you pre plan and you don't try to get that thing at the last minute. But overspending, especially where we are right now, I don't even think that's really an option, is it? For some, it still is. It doesn't have to oh. be. But yeah. Oh, for for some, okay, all right. But for the <laughs> for the rest for the rest of us, it's twenty dollars. <laughs> it might be five this year. I don't know. <laughs> so. Uh, oh no! Nah, this is. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so mine kind of ties into the crazy tradition, but also with our spending. So my mom and I are true Black Friday shoppers. Like we're those psychos who like back in the day when stores opened at two o'clock in the morning, we would wait in line for an hour and shop until like the sun went down the next day. No um, so <laughs> this year, um, and we save all year for this. Like this is mine and her tradition. So we do it together. We do it annually. So with this year, with you know, finances being tighter, but also with, you know, COVID, um, we switched up our tradition this year and we just got a hotel room and we shopped online that night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we still stayed up all night. We did, you know, face masks and kind of just had a girl's little spa night. Um, but we got all of our shopping done because I've got That's eight nieces up. and nephews, you know, a brother, sister, they're both married. Um, so I do buy for a lot of people, but I think that we, we pride ourselves on how cheaply we can get the gifts. That's, like that's it's right. like, oh, I found this sale and I use Dosh and I use Rakuten. So <laughs> That's beautiful though. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know who to, I know who to sit here and put on my list next year. But like, Jasmine, guess what? We gonna make this happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so that has just definitely changed. Um, because my niece and nephew, they are the only niece and nephew. My oldest sister and I, we don't have any kids. So once they hit the stage of getting out of that uh, kid stuff, it's a wrap. Gift cards but the, but the, but the, but the, but the presents get more expensive as they get older. And you understand that, right? They're not they're not asking for, you know, Legos no more. It's it's, it's straight iPhones and PS5s and stuff. You know. That's why they get gift cards for money. <laughs> right. Girl, my nephew wanted underwear that were twenty five dollars a pair. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean. I mean, it's quality, quality over quantity. I mean, I don't. Is he gonna wear them every day? I mean, good job. Doing? Got a good what job. Are we doing? Watch themselves. Look, look. See, the Caslin don't even wear wait twenty five dollar pair of underwear. Okay, so come on now. But you, but you got you gotta have something to shoot for. The baby's gotta have something to shoot for. You know, give him that one Ain't pair. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be one pair. Okay, but that's you know you better wash and rinse and repeat. Oh uh, no, but 
this is something like I see every year. Like you see people like really, really stressing over like having to get a gift for all these people. Like just gift giving has become like too much a part of culture to where people be like, I don't want to be your friend if you don't give me a gift. And so like for like years, I, I just kind of stopped doing it. Like I, uh, we barely even give gifts in the house. Like my daughter just turned three. I, I think I bought her the first actual gift like her, for her last birthday a doll. Like you gonna have to be like to the point where you can ask for stuff before. Like I'm not just <laughs> putting a bunch of stuff here. Like you know, like, I'm not. I'm not teaching this. And so, but like you said, the gifts get more expensive. And so, if you right. putting ten, fifteen gifts under the tree, just because they fifteen and not four anymore, don't mean that they they're not looking for their ten or fifteen gifts. And so, um, you know, they yeah, I'll be called them spoiled once they asking for the twenty five dollar pair of boxer briefs. And y'all, you know, y'all looking at them different then, but. Y'all started this, and so it's uh, but yeah, I mean, really seriously, like people really be stressing, pressing. Like I, I mean, I'm hearing stories about a little uh, little mother bought her son like a $500, like one of those electric car things that uh will go good for about 30 days, and then the battery always stop working. And so, uh, you know, the kids rather play with the box, the balloons, than the toys anyway. So, um, take it easy, especially in the pandemic. Like you know, don't. You ain't got it. Don't worry about it. If you do got it, uh, you might want to consider saving some of it versus spending all of it. So um, let yourself off the hook. No. Um, just make you a list. That way, once you make that list, stick to it. Um, I can tell you my immediate family, that's my mom and my dad and my sisters and my brother-in-law. And then I have um, what we do in our general family on the Vine side we swap names every year. And mm -hmm. so um, whoever your secret pal is, you give that person a gift. And we did a Zoom meeting yesterday, it was so funny. Somebody asked, well, what about the children? So my uncle, he and his wife, all of the grandchildren, are, the smaller grandchildren, they're from that side. So they all have about, it's seven or eight of them. So what their kids do, they just swap names among themselves. And I said, yesterday during the call, I said, well, if you wanna get somebody else a gift, you know, outside of your secret pal, that's on you. Because um, like Counselor Witch just said, it really has gotten out of hand. And y'all, we gotta stop feeling pressured to give people gifts that we don't even deal with on a regular basis. Like people you don't even speak to. These people don't care if you get them a gift or not. That's that's less stress. That's that pressure at work too, with those, you know, secret Santas and everything else like that. And I hate to say that, but we hadn't had that problem here at, at work, you know, this year. But sometimes you're just kind of like, I don't know what to get so-and-so, you know. But but on the same note, what I think, you know, going back to what you're saying and also what the counselor's saying is that, and even in Jasmine, it becomes a point of, to me, you know, we kind of, we really miss the reason for the season. You know, it seems like a lot of us forget that it is a point of giving, but it's not necessarily the gifts, that aspect of it. Just spending time with family, being able to share, you know, the, the things that you're grateful for, just like Thanksgiving. It shouldn't just be a capitalistic type of endeavor as much as it is something that really comes from your heart and that really means a lot that you have your family, especially with so many lives that have been lost over COVID this year. I, I think a lot more folks could probably start that tradition in their own homes of just really, I mean, because like, like, like a lot of us, you know, celebrate Kwanzaa, which I still think is a lovely mm -hmm. holiday to celebrate as well, you know, as opposed to Christmas, but that's for a whole nother set of reasons. So, um, it's, 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 oh yeah, that's how it kind of works. And I'm gonna uh, tell this joke. Well, some may find, may not find it funny, but I did. Um, 
at a Christmas show I was involved in, one of my cast members, we would talk about a lot of things during the um, in between. And she said, um, she said, well, my kids know, don't come to me with all these crazy gifts, uh, gift requests for Christmas. Because my reply is, it's Jesus' birthday. And nobody should have more gifts than Jesus. And so every year, she gives them like a four or five gift limit. And if they go over that, she took a big X over all their gifts. And she did it like her two-year-old. And she showed us a video where the child was just crying and in tears because he didn't understand. So um, families like that that deal with this, yeah, you may need to take on that same mentality. And hopefully we can get ISIS back on in a second. I don't know. I I saw uh, somebody the other day talking about uh, like their kids just send them like links to stuff, like just no explanation, no like this is what I want for just a link to some <laughs> item that they inherently <laughs> expect. The subtle, the subtle approach. Up. I love the subtle approach is always nice, right? Yeah, my God. I send, I send you. I send you. I send you YouTube pages. So I mean, shoot. Yeah, my daughter's today. Her daughters are supposed to be like literally in virtual classes, and they're texting her while she's in the other room at work virtually, texting her what they want. And she's like, "I said, well, you started that. You got to stop it." Yeah, I'm the aunt with no kids, so I get Amazon wish lists. <laughs> but. It's different when they turn 22 and 23. Trust me, they just want money and gift cards. It'll come one day. All right, and the next one. So we're getting into some really, really stressful stuff. Deciding on who's cooking what for who. Everybody's dietary restrictions. Well... See, we all pause because that's it's, well. It's it's, it's, it's kind of like like I, I will say this. I'll, I'll use this as an example. Like for Thanksgiving, I couldn't go home to see my mother, and I'm in the process of trying to you know decrease my overall circumference. Mm -hmm. So um, knowing that that she was going to put sugar and salt and everything, you know, and the fact that COVID was like ah, COVID can't come home, you know. So it's kind of like whoo, dodge the bullet there. But I made my first vegan Thanksgiving meal, you know, and I had the green bean casserole. I had the greens. I had the the, the the steam kale. I had this little vegan roast that was pretty good. I had some mashed potatoes and I made my own, you know, stuff. Gotcha. But when you have to have to, you know, deal with a whole bunch of family members and, and then on top of that, you don't eat the same things that they do. Um, my parents have gotten a lot better with it. My mother has, she's been fighting me all the way, but she has kind of given little inches, you know, where she'll, she'll make a whole pot of like vegetables. This is vegan. I'm kind of like, okay, <laughs> I appreciate that mom good looking out, you know, but she's trying. So it, it, I understand it's not, a, it's not a normal thing for her or any of our relatives for that matter, for the most part, because we're used to soul food. We used to pile it high and deep, you know, during Thanksgiving and during Christmas and we have all the great food. So it's just hard. And I don't know how your parents are, but I know my mother, if I didn't eat, she was upset. I mean, like physically distraught that I did not eat something that she made. So after a while that kind of gets old too. But I think again, the holidays are times when you kind of just give in a little bit, you know, put a little spoon on your plate and just try to keep it moving. Right. Jasmine, you, you're laughing way too hard. So 
Well, because I'm listening to you talk about your dietary restrictions in the first place, my mind went. So I was not able, like yourself, to go home for Thanksgiving, but some of my family members did get together. And I ended up, I went home, but I went that night. So I did like a smaller thing here with my boyfriend and his mom. And then I went to see my parents. Um, but whenever I got there, I was like, oh, what y'all cook? You know, I got to go scour for leftovers. And I realized that the macaroni and cheese pan was still full. No, that's, that's not, not normal. normal. Oh, that's kind of scary <laughs> and sad. <laughs> I'm off the kitchen. Oh, no. And I, I looked at my brother and I said, <laughs> so then in the family text message, uh, my mom was kind uh -huh. enough to let us know that she would definitely be making the mac and cheese for Christmas. <laughs> and we threw the pan away. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> well, that's rough. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, and, and here's the thing. <laughs> cool, so I, I can imagine, you know, you want folks to try, you know, but we know what family members can't cook. And, you know, that one year, you know, Sister Darlene wants to take over. You know, the collard greens that year, it's like, oh, baby, we ain't never seen you cook nothing ever in life. So the, you you, you bring the rolls. Right. You, know, you can heat them at home. Let, let's, let's start and small and work our way rolls, up. A bottle of water. You can, you can bring them, like the bottle of water, exactly, drinks, mm -hmm. pops, pops, okay. some napkins, some towels, <laughs> plates. Mm -hmm. Boy. Feel like somebody could have scooped out some of the macaroni. Yeah, like, <laughs> like my family is cutthroat. <laughs> Man, okay. See, I just feel like they would have asked oh. questions of my my family. They would have been like, "Who made?" They like it just been like a, a all out inquisition. Like we would have just had to figure that out right then. But uh, so I mean, like I'm you say macaroni my... with like two corners missing, and like everything else was empty. Like. <laughs> Oh, um, um. it only takes one person. Next year, you're here. Next year's your year. <laughs> Next year's your year. Next year. You're just gonna bounce back. Go, got the, hey, that's what you right. got the wrong recipe. Right. <laughs> you're gonna bounce back. You're gonna bounce back. You I, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with not eating. Uh, if, like, and so I'm gonna. Super, super, super picky eater anyway. And oh. so don't look right. If anything is off. <laughs> nope. Like I have made stuff. Uh <laughs> I just I just say this is food made for me before. And I just like, nope. I, you know, I thought I thought I thought it was gonna be uh, I'm good. Like I'm good. And I, you know, I just, you gotta be able to pivot. And so um, like I said, I got a. Uh, I studied economics, and one of the one of the, one of the uh, things that we studied was sunk costs. And so, like, just because you already made this, if you no longer want to eat this, uh, you know, it's okay. To, <laughs> like, if you if it looked better in the pan, and by the time you got it on your plate and got ready, you know, it's okay. It's no, you don't have to finish it. So it's okay not to. You know, just to leave it where that's at. Like you don't owe it to anybody. Ooh, 
I can see the house, the three-year-old in the household, your household. You ain't got to finish it. <laughs> you know I can't mean? get mad. Like, I can't get mad. I feel you. Like, I've been there. <laughs> Yesterday, I was right there with you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and here's something I want to say, uh, seriously. Don't, just because you don't eat salt, don't. I mean, and here's another thing. There are a lot of ways now that you could cook without salt. We are in 2020. And for all y'all that say, I'm stuck on ham hogs, I just have to use that. My mom and myself, we were actually the ones that introduced a large portion of my family to cooking with uh, turkey necks, turkey tails, turkey wings. They have more meat in them ham than ham hocks, and it's healthier. So you have to think about all of your family. You can use chicken broth, the reduced sodium to season your vegetables. You can use vegetable broth, but you know, and Mrs. Dash, the salt, all of her seasonings are salt free. So these are ways that you could um, season your food. But y'all, please don't have no bland food on, on the holidays because my family and yeah, we will text. I don't know if my sisters or my niece and nephews watching, we will text <laughs> and I will put in all caps, don't eat it. And if they say what, give <laughs> a second and I'm gonna send you a picture. The holidays Ooh, are real. Let everybody make up their mind for themselves. No, I don't know. Right, right, right. <laughs> and some people, because you always say that one family member, well, it's not that bad. Okay, it's not that bad. Peer pressure. That's peer right. pressure. I to tell you. So let's move to the next one since this ties in. That family member that is cooking for the first time and everybody's asking, can they cook? So I want to start this because I get an attitude when people do this. So nobody in my family does this because you probably went like the end but we had a potluck um a, a place where i worked years ago and i'm not gonna say the place because if these people are on it's gonna get out of hand but someone bought some potato salad with raisins to the potluck and so um we just, we talked about the person to their face. First of all, I wanted to know the rationale why and was never given the rationale why. I was never given it because my mama did it, because my grandma did it. It was just a whole lot of stuff that didn't make sense. So I kept asking, I said, okay, again, but I need to know why. If you tell me why is this, if you say your big mama did it and you're, you know, you're remembering her, I'll give you a pass. I still won't eat it, but I'm going to give you that pass. Never could get, get a reason it was just like this picture i don't know if y'all have seen this video people putting strawberries in their baked beans really who does that we just we just do stuff that's out of hand we do stuff that's out of hand <laughs> to paul everybody clutch their pearls right <laughs> we do stuff out of hand strawberries now, i've heard of pineapples in baked beans but uh it's yeah. a wine style yeah. Okay, but strawberries and right. it's no because because I because I still try to figure out how you know I understand the sweet and the bland to a certain degree with you know with the potato, but I don't understand how a potato and a raisin go together. That's right. that's like a a fruit and right. a vegetable. Other than the salad, I'm not particularly sure how that works. And so I asked, I said, "Were you thinking, <laughs> were you thinking about carrot and raisin salad?" And she said, "Like, well, I know the difference." I said, "Well, okay." But yeah, do do you really? Right. Do you really? Y'all stop letting these people cook, and they've never cooked. If they tell yeah. you, even if they tell you, I pulled out a recipe book. Uh uh, don't do I'll it. Do it. Train, training ground. That's, that's right. Right. That makes right. you better. That makes you better. Honest, 
So, okay, Honest reviews the make thing, me stronger. That macaroni is going to be fine next How year. do you get new cook? Hmm? Yeah. How, how do you get your new cook? So here's the thing. I'm still kind of in that generation where it's kind of now falling on my generation to prepare big holiday meals. Like aunties are getting older. Like I'm done. I'm done my time. Like now it's on y'all. We ain't done this before. <laughs> I mean, we were in there helping, but the way Big Mama wanted help was to hand me this and get out my way. I promise you, when they're gone, you will not regret it. Well, one of the things, and my mother has hey, a book too. Her, she has that. a book that she started but it's hard. as far as like handwritten recipes my grandmother had. But when all is said and done, you just kind of have to. I mean, you paid enough attention to know what what sides you need to sit here and have, and you know, in in stove. We you know was it sweet potato? Or was it you know, uh, uh, what is it? Was it not sweet potato and what is it? Sweet potato and other pie. Pecan. No, sweet potato and, and people always get them mixed up. Sweet potato and um, yeah, um, exactly. um, like, hey, where are we going? Where are we going? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Try to help. I'm trying to help. Yeah, my sister no. the best. Catering is always an option, but let me talk about that catering. Yes, Lord. You need to have tried the catering. <laughs> don't go for no don't take nobody else's word. People will mess you up these days. I tried Sister Sylvia and we just can't eat enough of it. What they really didn't tell you was Sister Sylvia was okay, but most of that stuff went in the garbage can. You mm. about four or five referrals when you do catering. Don't, don't, uh-uh. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Just make sure they're busy. Like you, do, you want to be the last one they can fit in. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't hear Kiora. It's like it's weird. It's like almost a delay. Is that better? I can hear you. Okay, we'll keep going. Hopefully, okay, it's better. But yeah, don't uh -uh. did that family member tell you? And see, here's a little, here's a few warning signs, and I promise y'all we'll move it on. If they bring patty pies, they're not a cook. Patty pie is, and I love Patty Labelle. Mm -hmm. It's great sweet potato. It's a great store bought sweet potato pie. But right. it's never gonna take the place of the real pie. You gotta know them warning signs. Yeah. The package, it came in the package. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna give Patty a pass. I'm gonna give Patty a pass. You you come if you come if you show up with the patty pie, you come on in. You, you get yeah. a pass. Yeah. <laughs> you put extra love in the macaroni. So you can heart was in the right place. <laughs> so let's go to the next one. Holiday weight gang. Oh, let me say this before we 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 let's do something. This has been a, 2020 has been a long year for everybody. Now, when you get on that Zoom with your family members for Christmas time, don't you blurt out, dog, you didn't got big. Listen, they know they didn't gain weight. Everybody's weight has been up and down due to COVID. A lot of people, I'll include myself, we've been eating whenever we feel the urge. We work out if it comes. Some people are just gym freaks. If that's you, more power to you. But a lot of people's weight have been up and down. But yeah, don't, and it's even past COVID. When you see a person you haven't seen in a long time, especially around the holidays, don't blur that. You know you big. They know they big. They do not need that reminder. Don't, uh -uh. don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. Whoo. All right. So, 
this is one. Uh, I think you hit it. It's been a long Ooh. year, but the holiday, because everybody gets that pass. You get a pass like Thanksgiving, whatever you cooking, like eat as much as you want, kind of. And once you once you come out of Thanksgiving, it's like holiday season, and so it feels like you know you got to eat the cakes, the pies, uh, all of that. So that I mean, it happens. But this year has been special because we've been in, you know a lot of people have been kind of messed up all year with the quarantining or just you know we got bigger problems than than what we cook and we're just gonna eat whatever and so can't really go like i i normally play basketball like three days four days a week like early in the morning that's been canceled since march so you know we've been we've been struggling through the year just trying to just trying to maintain decent shape but yeah holiday season man 100 percent. like you see people um you know, go into the November time frame straight, and then January they'd be talking about getting ready for summertime. So, uh, stay stay woke. Uh, <laughs> keep your eyes open. <laughs> leave some on the plate. Like leave some on the plate. <laughs> You're right. I can't even argue with you. I mean, it's like like I don't know. You know, if you got a hold of the COVID thing. Because um, a lot of us went through the transition in a sense of just being at home and, and eating and everything else like that. But um, I think with less movement to a certain degree, it kind of cuts some of us down on making those bad choices, so to speak. Um, you're kind of relegated to what you actually bring in the house. And don't get me wrong, uh, Grubhub and DoorDash are not your friend. Once I found that the Baskin Robin delivers, it was a wrap. So don't do yourself like that. Just go ahead and make it <laughs> they a deliver point. Ice cream? They deliver ice cream. Wow. I have two pints in the I have two pints the in the refrigerator right now. Don't play. <laughs> look, look, depression shows up at your door now. Okay. I mean it's, it's just oh my God. But mint chocolate chip and, and, and chocolate make me so happy. So what ends up happening is, is that you just again kind of portion it out. You know, and then on top of that, I don't know about the weather, you know, in Birmingham, but it's getting a little bit colder here in St. Louis, and it makes it a lot less um, accretable to get, actually get out and get moving. So just kind of push yourself a little bit more during these times to to focus on getting out and, and kind of keep it. I think you can balance it out, you know, and, and keep yourself at a, like, like, you know, you said, stay woke in the sense of just, you know, knowing that that pint of ice cream is going to actually, you know, afford you six more miles that you're going to have to put on and do some other stuff. So as long as you can balance it out, I think it's a, a fair fight, you know, and, and, the, and the holidays are definitely, I mean, I don't, mm, this, this, this holiday hasn't been bad though, as far as eating is concerned, except for two pints of ice cream. Well, in the words of one of my line sisters, who's been working from home since March, luckily, um, she said, try on your work pants periodically. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> she had to go to a meeting after not putting on oh. real pants for a few months and realized oh. she needed to change to a dress. <laughs> I feel that though. I feel that though. Try on your work pants. Hey, <laughs> if you need did, to did know, and you don't have a feel. Or is it just me? They're very uncomfortable. Like, why, why are we doing this? Why have we been doing this it's ourselves? It's like all of a sudden they lives? were cute and they no. were fun and they were, no. yay! And now they're like, I want my tennis shoes and my Ugg bag. You know, it's just like, it's just horrible. 
Exactly. Slides and tennis shoes. Fellas, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, you know, you ain't, counselor, you ain't, you ain't sliding through the city hall with the, with the slides on or nothing. Not. It has been like a ridiculous, like the sneaker game has been off the charts this year. So like, it's just something about like the whole pandemic, like even though I've had to keep going like uh, to work just about every day. Right. Like something about it makes it hard. Like it was about a good six month stretch where I was there like three days a week in these Nikes, and I, I'd be feeling bad. Like, I, like, <laughs> like it was rough. So I, I feel seen. I feel here. seen. I appreciate that, that that touch. Like I feel like somebody feels me. Like I I, I was strolling through a port with sneakers on. Oh, I don't feel bad. Good, good. I feel better now. Lord. <laughs> we some hard times. We some hard times, Japan. So I'm just number six sit on the screen for a while because we've all we all have that one family member, whether or not it's we me. see it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. They're gonna blow off. When when that aunt yeah. that at you, oh, why you how's everything going with your love life? How's everything going with your divorce? You know, come on, stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. We do this every year. Okay, that's why Uncle Henry ain't here now. Don't play with me. I mean, oh, zero to sixty, real quick. Why you always in my business? Okay. Lorraine, I ain't asked you nothing. I ain't asked you a damn thing. I just asked and said, hello, how's the Christmas? How the kids? All of a sudden, you asking me about my life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a little trigger. That was a little trigger. Okay, I'm back. So, I told y'all we were taking a different approach tonight. So, uh, a lot of this stuff, we're not going to hear words for. You're just going to see laughing. <laughs> oh. I'm just here for support. And that's the other thing with men too. Like with the male film, male uh, family members, y'all like cut back. Either you go in or you cut back. And you like, okay, I ain't got yeah. nothing to do with that conversation. So don't get me in the middle of that. Because you know how explosive that can get. You know, waiting <laughs> on the macaroni to come out the oven. I don't see nothing. Uh, they're having a private conversation right there. So I'm just going to. My family will these tell emails. <laughs> My family will tell you. Hey, see it. You see me now, you don't. I will. Okay. In a second. It could be a little. It could be a little. Because you don't really think about how triggered you are about that little subject until, until all of a sudden that one. Twice divorced auntie decides to uh, air you out for Christmas. So it's kind of like, heavy. Um, feels heavy. Feels heavy. You understand? Mine is like, I, I typically got somebody around, and it's just whether or not I'll take them around the family. But what gets me and what makes, like, I can handle the why you still single, that doesn't bother me anymore. But the whole thing is going to be like, glad to meet you. You met him at Thanksgiving. Why you tripping? You got me looking bad. <laughs> so you're Michael, or you? <laughs> Brian, Brian. You just, you just, you just, you just tried me. You just, you just tried. You just, just, tried just say good to see you and keep it moving. I don't need none of that stuff. 
Netflix. Uh, now, my I family got, will do that on purpose. This. Now that I think about it, my family will do that on purpose. Oh, no, especially, especially the girls. If the girls bring somebody home, it's going to be rough. It, like, it's tough. Like, if the girls, see, when I would bring people home, I would always um, make my plate first. I would make my own plate. Because my aunties, some, for some reason around the holidays, like, whether or not you make other people's plates, is like a, a serious uh you're, you're, if you're if you're his girl if you the one if you if that's your man you make his plate yes i don't care about that so i'll go make my plate first just to like see if they can handle the pressure just because <laughs> my auntie's moving just, just in to like see it. if they can take the side yeah. eyes from your auntie for not yeah. making your hey, plate hey hey like they just he, clint made his own plate <laughs> Like, it's like personal. Like I, like I don't, like I'm, I don't care. <laughs> like, she don't like, like, it's but you over here, but you over here starting mess though, making your own it's plate. Fair. You knew, just need you to see. Can you hold your own? Can you hold your own? We got tough roads to hold ahead. Can you hold your own? I just said to Clint, no, I didn't make his plate. You see, he got up and sticky and got behind all of us. I don't know why you ever talk to me, folks. Ma'am. <laughs> But if the ladies do bring somebody home, it's gonna be all kind of wrong names, disrespect. So you, like if you, yeah, you wanted to, you gonna have to really have some uh, self confidence and patience, and uh, yeah. So. And see, I'm country too, so it's like wrong names, said it walks pride. around the pond, showing off gun collections, like. <laughs> My a whole bunch of whole bunch of unnecessariness at, at, at that point, Unnecessary. Right? Yep. Say, like, well, he won't be back next year. Okay. Right. And then y'all wonder why we single. Like, all right. I'm like, because I gotta get him past this. And this isn't this is this is crazy. Like your own, you know this. You need to see how he handles it. Like if he if he if he's shaking, like if he, if he don't say oh, nothing the whole ride back in the car, like you like you might over. Too much. It's too much. It's part of the package. But then, like, it's but, then, but then you're like, you know what? I'm glad I did this because I need to see if he was gonna be able to hold up because we can't have you just getting punked by my uncle every year. Okay. Every year. <laughs> mm. Mm. He'll be waiting on you to call. He called it's the this is the second time in the in the in the two years that we've known each other, bro. He'll called you a punk. You gonna let him talk to you like that? Right? Oh man! <laughs> right, man up, started, man up, and dip out. Started fight. He started to fight. So you go back my, in there and fight him, or you ride back by yourself. So my family is a lot like the Huxtables, and I say that so to speak. We're fine with who you bring home, be it you know, uh, grandson or granddaughter, niece, nephew, great niece, great nephew. Just and I say this with every fiber of my being. Just don't let them be ugly, or for those of you who are politically correct, unattractive. Because our family has this thing where, and we try to hide it. We like to hunch people if we if something is crazy or 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 or, or weird. And when that person leaves out the room, we burst out and start laughing. So again, don't let that person be ugly or unattractive. Uh, we can deal with, or you know, for the men in our family, and the older I get, men that come around, don't let your pants be sagging, any of that, all of that. That's a big no no. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the ugliness that's <laughs> and my grandmother, when she was alive, she would give him that look, like, uh huh. I'd be like, Grandma, don't say a word, 
don't say a word. Y'all just mean. No, we no, y'all just mean. It's truthful. It's truthful. That's tough. I brought, I brought, I brought, I brought one more different home to Paul. And my mother and my auntie sat there at the kitchen table. And I remember this conversation to the T. It was actually me and my cousin. We had brought basketball players home. Two dark, you know, called, you know, glasses of water. So long story short, I'm thinking like we did something. And my mom and my auntie were like, y'all have to go and get the biggest, blackest things y'all can find. I was like, dang, why? Why are we doing this? We doing this? Is this what we doing? Oof. Wow. Okay. Y'all family tough. Y'all. I know in that same token, you would rather oof. want to be my dad's side of the family. Um, on my mom's side, it's it's just her and my aunt. And my aunt, she is like my dear times 10. Where it comes out, mm. comes out. You know, I love my auntie, but uh-uh. We all kind of let that be like the last one that they meet. Because where it comes up comes out. I just had a conversation with her like two weeks ago. I was like, okay, Auntie, really? Wow. So, yep. So, this one, right here, this was another one. And some of them I'm skipping around. That one family member that wants to control every family gathering and gets mad when things don't go as, as they plan. We've all seen it, whether or not we want to admit it or not. And here's the thing I say before I give you the floor. We have to remember that the holidays, even though you maybe the host or the hostess, hostess, it should be a collaborative effort. So if you did something that somebody that last year and they told you they hated it, listen to them because if you try to do it again this year, they're not going to want to participate. One thing that we do when we started doing the family games, we listen to the feedback from the crowd. And I think this will, well, if you don't count this year, last year was our third year doing it. We listened to what they said they liked and nobody didn't say anything that they didn't like so that was a kinder for us as the host step it up next year just make it bigger and better but if you're that family they say well this will be dry why you do all them games this music is depressing these are these are, they're trying to give you some hits like the bar too high over there <laughs> trying to give you some hits after a while, they're going to they gonna slip up and find somebody else to host a holiday dinner. And you're going to wonder why it's just you and your family. Take the hints. Take the hints. So luckily, we don't have anybody Ooh. who's super controlling. Like, it's just understood that everybody's going to go to Big Daddy's house. So we already know where we're going to be. And Big Daddy makes it very clear up front. He ain't cooking none. He ain't cleaning none. And it better look like it was when we got there. Otherwise, we can't be there again next year. Um, so, but those of us, so we basically bring everything. There's no host that's set up and decorated. Like, if somebody shows up early that morning, we might put up the tree because he ain't going to put it up if we don't. Um, but I think that we, we do the same thing you guys do. Like, we do lots of games. Um, I have over 30 first cousins on my dad's side, so with a lot of us. Um, so we're outside and we're playing basketball and kickball and everything else. So I think the, the people that get mad are the people that lose, <laughs> more so than the people that play it. And if the planner lost the game they thought they would win, they might get in their feelings. But other than that, I, my family's really good about this one. Ooh, yeah, some of y'all sound a little heavy, like it's like pressure over there. 
Like, he like, your family never speaks to you again. You'll know why. You didn't take the hint. Like, Lord. Told you we Like, we do have, so I got a pretty big family, and we have a handful of, like, uh, drill sergeants who go and map out everything, and um, they tend to bump elbows and, and bump heads a little bit, but I have just accepted that I'm a long way away from the planning phase, like <laughs> ranks of the family side. This what time show up. I'm gonna get there three hours after whatever time you show me, tell me to be there, and I'll be walking in with everybody else. And uh, I think I've got five uncles that are pastors. I've got two aunts that married pastors. I got an aunt that is a pastor. So uh, at some point, after everybody eat and everything's gonna turn into a revival, and so. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I'm just alone for the ride. Like, I understand that, uh, you know, I know, like, say, spades are not like regular playing cards you can't play with, but Uno is uh, allowed. But um, I just, like, I don't, I don't remember. Nobody ever told you the rules, but I remember playing tuck with my cousins when we were little. And, like, my granddaddy came out of nowhere with a belt and just got the closest one, and everybody else ran it. Uh, we knew from then on, like, this wasn't like nobody told us to put those cars up. Uh, they just <laughs> waited, <laughs> waited for it to come out there with that belt. But Uno cars are allowed. So, um, you know, I just go with the floor. Whatever the rules are, we're going to fit in. And uh, one day I'll climb high enough to, to, to do some planning. And then here's what I've learned. Some, some years you may just be like, oh, I want to leave. Sometimes you have to sit there with that smile. You want to say something, but you, you you don't need to say anything. So some years you just need to sit there with that smile, enjoy what's been laid out, and then look forward to a better holiday the next time it rolls around. Exactly. I agree. You know, sometimes it's just, it. it's funny because like every year I kind of get this, this feeling that like I got to hang around the whole family. And my family's wild and loose. It will turn into a straight casino at about 11 o'clock. Like, like seriously, no, I, I have like in my mother's new house in the, in, in South Carolina, the whole family was there. They got in there saying it's like about 20 so folks in this one house. And it's a big house. But all of a sudden at eight o'clock, they decide they want to play casino because we're used to going to, you know, the casinos during the holidays and doing the buffet and then they go, you know, go wild at the, the, the slots and tables and stuff. So our whole house turns into one. I don't do that. I don't gamble. I, I, I hate losing money. I'm so losing. So the best thing for me to do is go ahead and just like, um, actually, because there was, there were like no couches and no beds left, they put me in the closet, my mother's closet. It's pretty big. And I was happy, you know, because I could go away from everybody. I could close the closet door and they could yell bingo all around the whole house. You know, whatever the case they wanted to do. But sometimes it's just, you know, knowing that, you know, that your family's close and that you can enjoy them and better yet that you can go away. You know, give everybody a hug and a kiss. Nine times out of ten, it's just, you know, again, you're just happy to see your family. And I think that's the the best time, even though we're going through what we're going through right now. I think, Jasmine, we talked about this uh, briefly about the Zoom. You know, uh, it was the first time my uncle <laughs> was, on a, was on a Zoom call. Oh, wow. And, uh, okay, first of all, you got to understand, my whole family's mixed. Okay. My, my stepfather's white. My mother's half black and half Filipino. We got English, we got Korean, we got everything. So my uncle on my father's on my stepfather's side white. But he's a sweetheart, but he's just kind of, yeah. And um, he was like, yeah. 
during the Zoom call. So everybody already know him. So he's just talking off the top of his head, yelling at everybody, and then going into a state of depression at the same time. It was just wild. And I kept on thinking, again, the rest of my family hasn't met this out of my family. So you want to do this on a Zoom. And now he needs counseling. Okay. All right. Wow. Whew. I'm like, um, Lord. happy holidays. <laughs> moment, of, moment of silence. Have a moment. Of, a good spot for a moment of silence. I mean, such a while you said that. You got to sit that moment of silence in somewhere. Everybody's talking. You got the kids running in the back. You got that, you know, the two crazy uncles that are just kind of just, you know, saying everything off the wall and we're, we're sharing way too much information on public line. You know, so it's just, it's, it's a little, a little interesting. That's what the holidays are about. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I told my cousin that I need to host the Zoom meeting for Christmas so that I can enforce the breakout rooms because <laughs> we had people having private conversations like they were talking to Japal, like the rest of y'all can't hear me. Like we all hear everything you say right now. <laughs> um, you ain't whispering just because you looking toward the side and he's in the top left of your corner. You are not locking eyes with him. Like, and that's not how this works. Please make sure that you know the difference between a private chat and a public chat. Please make sure that you know the difference between a private chat and a public chat. The private chat in the room is going directly mm. to the person that you want to get the message. If you accidentally and slip up and you're uh, trying to throw shade about another family member that goes to public, your secret has been revealed. It's going to bring on a whole lot of other stuff. Look, there are folks who are still mastering text messages. Did someone just put a chat in here? Please you. Oh, hey, yeah. Kristen. How you I doing? Yeah. I had a chat. I had a chat. I'm kind of distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, which is my I'm not going to put my because I don't know who's watching so I'm not going to call names but I may or may not have a family member who thought they were texting me but put so messy with the whole family and then <laughs> to turn around and try to cover and luckily the question was like basically who was that and we know what that implies. Um, but then we had to turn around and, and try to switch it up, and, and it, it was it, it was entertaining to say the wait, least. Wait, wait, play it off, play it off, play it off, <laughs> play it off. <laughs> and then you take something like you know you in the wrong mess, and she didn't even know she sent it to the group. I was like, you do realize you sent that to everybody, right? That's my favorite though. Old players and new technology. Okay, you want to see some fun get kicked off real quick? Give some new technology to an older person and watch it go wild. I mean, it's it's just kind of like, now, who did you text? I bet yet it's a whole session. And why didn't they text you that? And what did you, you know what? Don't do that no more. But yeah, it's, it's fun. It's definitely fun. But it's right. a little stressful. <laughs> a little stressful. So we're almost at the end. Um... These last three are going to be serious. I purposely say them to the end. But who are the kids spending Christmas with if you're divorced or separated? So I think we've all seen this 
in all our families. And I wanted to say this, if you're on, please um, stick and stay. We actually have a surprise guest that will close out the show. She actually has her own business. Um, like I told you, I was supporting black business and she sells um, African-American gift wrapping paper and gift wrap. So we're definitely going to close out the show um, with her tonight, and then you'll find out how you can patronize her and support her. But getting back to this one, who are the kids spending Christmas with if you are divorced and separated? This can be a very hard one. Um, we see it in all families. And um, those friends that are, that are divorced, they will tell you it doesn't get easier, it gets harder. Because... Um, you want them to enjoy the time with their mother, the mother's side of the family. You want them to enjoy their father and enjoy it with their side of the family. So, um, yeah, so it could be stressful. So let's give them some tips. Well, I know for our family, I went through as a, my father raised me actually. And the one thing that, you know, we would you know kind of stagger celebrations, you know, I'd spend Thanksgiving with mom and then I'd spend, you know, Christmas with dad and everything. Um, the biggest thing I can think of as far as with, you know, families like that is just having the opportunity to be able to spend time with your family. I know a lot of folks who try to keep their children away from the, maybe the father or the mother, you know, allow that during the holidays because again, that just kind of brings you a, a, a bigger olive branch of sorts when it comes to other issues that you may or may not be having within that relationship. Um, do not take that out on the children. And better yet, don't use them as pawns in your game to try to get over on each other in the sense of, well, I'm going to get you a bigger gift because he got you this. I'm going to get you this. You know, again, you fall into that whole situation, like, um, like like Clinton was saying, where it becomes a gift situation where it's not just about your love and your appreciation for that child or that person. So be mindful of that when you're going into this new year and that you're not using your children as pawns and that you're actually, you know, giving them to the room to to see maybe the the feelings or the uh, you know the things that that you the flaws you may see in that other person let them see that let them experience that themselves that if you're trying to interject your opinion of the situation and just enjoy the holidays with the spirit. Absolutely. Um, this is one thing my family, as dysfunctional and as loud and as rude and as crazy as we can be, um, once your family, you're always family mm -hmm. and. Um, my family does things in ways that when I invite people over and they see it, they they are taken aback because they've never seen it before. But I mean, exes, baby mamas, their new significant others, sometimes their parents all show up with my family. Um, it is not abnormal. One of my cousins, her ex-husband, his new wife and his mama, because it's just the three of them, they join our family like every other Christmas. And that is not abnormal in my family because it's just kind of understood that you are this kid's parent. We didn't work out, but at the end of the day, we have to learn to co-parent. We both love this child and we want our child to have memories of us together and us being cordial. And we try to keep kids out of grown folks business and keep the peace. Like I remember my nephew's, not my nephew, my little cousin's birthday party. Um, when his mom was dropping him off because he was with her that weekend, she parks the car and goes to get out. And I guess the guy she was dating, he didn't realize that they were staying because when she parked the car, he was like, what you doing? And it took my my uncle going out there and like, man, that's not how we do things here. You know, he had a beer in his pocket for the guy. He's like, here's a beer. Come on. 
you know, we're here to celebrate. We got the grill lit. This is what we do around here. And he said, you know, that's just not what I anticipate. And it's like that, like across the board with my family. So we, we get that part right. <laughs> the kids are happy. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, I think man, just that maturity and being able to kind of just exactly the way you guys said, being able to look at the bigger picture, uh, not take it, not be so personal about it. Uh, make sure the kids are good and, and really should want them to be able to spend both uh, spend time with both families and so uh, definitely requires a lot of maturity to work those situations out. So I'm gonna leave it right there. Absolutely. All right, two more X's that show dinner. So um, as Jasmine said, my uh, family is a lot like yours, Jasmine. Uh, once you marry into the family, uh, once you divorce, you're always family. I have an aunt, um, wow. And officially her and my uncle have been divorced. It's been over 30 years, but she'll always be my aunt. And she knows that and the rest of the family knows that. But now let me say this. If you know that somebody in your family had a bad breakup with that with that person and the breakup was messy don't you try to cling on to that person and invite them to the family dinner because it's gonna start some fireworks you're probably gonna end up seeing a soul food uh scenario for those of you who know the scene that i'm talking about uh-huh uh-huh so these are types of things you can avoid um i don't care how much you love the person if your family member has like parted ways with them it's best to leave you need to leave that door closed as well because like i said that can cause your family member to lash out at you and that can cause a whole set of things that just don't need to be i know we laugh about these things and i'll be the first to admit when they pop off it's funny but yeah when you think about it it's because of what it can do to the dynamic of the family my mom and my dad always taught us growing up less is more and the older i get that is true in a lot of areas so if you're that family member trying to secretly talk to that ex, uh, have lunch with them, close that door because at the end of the day, that person that they were dating, that's still your family member and blood is thicker than water. So you, you want to keep peace at any cost. His mama loved me. I will. <laughs> I'm still going well, every, to get that place. Every, <laughs> Everything that you said, but I'm just still get that plate though. So I see Every scenario is different. I mean, it is. Boy, Lord. His mama loved me. I'm just laughing because I. I'm listening to her. Hey, you, you know my dog be snoring, so I learned last time to mute my microphone. All right, the last one. Some of this stuff we're gonna have to in our private chat. Y'all ain't right. <laughs> okay, the last one, and this is a really serious one, and I purposely saved this one for last. Evaluating whether or not you've accomplished enough over the course of the year, and this is one that Councilor Woods picked. So. You get around that family member and they start talking about what they've been doing. Listen, don't feel any pressure or don't um, allow yourself to be depressed. If at the beginning of 2020, you had this long list of goals you were going to complete and you've only done two of them 
or you haven't completed anything on that list. 2020 has been life-changing for all of us. But what you do need to keep in mind that you get another chance. When the clock strikes 12 midnight um, on January 1st, 2021, that's your chance. So don't beat up on yourself. Keep that list, you know, make it do what it do. I'm, I mean, that's just in a nutshell. Because a lot of times we do, we beat up on ourselves too much. Uh, I'm still where I was. I've gotten to the point. I'm just going to be honest. So what? I mean, I get another chance. As long as God graces us with a new day, we have another chance. So that's just how you have to look at it in a nutshell. I'm just so happy. That we're just, not, go ahead, Jasmine. Mm, go. I'm just happy we're not going to see those new year, new me memes. <laughs> they coming. No, they coming. No, they're not. I guarantee, gonna, you gonna, she she I guarantee you, cash money. I guarantee you. She's going to be walking up them steps again with that bag. No, she's she's coming. She's coming. Coming. They coming. Hey, you know COVID's going to be in the bag. Face nope. mask going to be in the bag. No, please don't tell me that. Please, it's coming. It's coming. You heard it here first. It's coming. I owe you five. If I see it, I'm going to send you $5. But donate it tomorrow. Please no. Please no. Please no. I'm tired, man. In all honesty, this makes my therapist hat come out. And realistically, if you are that person who is beating yourself up, you have survived a pandemic. Um, You have survived losing loved ones. You've witnessed things that you've never seen before. We've had the worst hurricane season on, on record. We've had people losing money and losing jobs. Being alive to bring in the new year is your success that year. So if they ask what you did, I lived. Um, and be okay with that. Be comfortable in that and be comfortable with like, you know, Jabal said, I have that opportunity to do it again next year. And that's just kind of what it is. Yeah. Now, and I really do believe the beauty also for a lot of us is learning how to do nothing. We're so used to being in full, you know, go mode all the time. Even in the pandemic, we feel like we need to be accomplishing anything and everything. And sometimes the best thing that you can do for yourself is just sit still and be still, you know, and just take in everything that's going on around you and reassess and, and breathe. We know, especially as, you know, Black women, we're, we're so prone to sit here and think that we have to be everything to everybody. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, a lot of us cause ourselves some extra stress and heart attacks, for that matter, stressing over situations. So sometimes it's best just to leave the situation as it is and let everybody else figure it out this year. You know, instead of you having to take, you know, the whole leaf and coop and kitten caboodle on top of yourself, just just free, you know, be okay. The world won't fall apart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think you have to really... One, I think we we set these time constraints like this year, twelve. Like you can just keep going. Like you know, the sun will come up tomorrow. You just right. keep working. You know, it's not like a finish line. Uh, and so people starve. And part of it, I think, is is setting like taking your goals and breaking them down. Like what is, what's the steps? Like what are the steps? Like it's supposed to be like fifty thousand in debt. Twenty twenty one is my year. By December, I'm gonna be a multimillionaire. So, like, just put some steps in. Let's put some milestones in there. Let's, uh, let's you know, let's let's have some some metrics. <laughs> let's, let's, you know, so let's get out of debt and let's you know we have some, we have some milestones. And so, kind of uh, setting those goals a little more realistic, so you're not um, putting yourself in a position where you can't make progress. I think doing it that way. Um, 
and just constantly waking up and, and trying to find some way to do something to be better uh, today. Like, don't look at this thing in a super zoomed out, you know, model. Let's look at it kind of day by day, week by week, and just see what, what can I do today to get better. Like, whenever you're thinking, uh, you know, looking at what you're accomplishing, what you want to accomplish, you know, just kind of shrink that down. You have your longer-term goals, but you need to break that down into shorter-term steps. And so keep your keep, give yourself some bite-sized pieces so you can kind of track your progress. And so maybe you didn't get all the way to a million, but you you got some cash in your checking account. You know, like you got you, you're making some progress. And so uh, you didn't spend ten thousand on Christmas this year. You're making progress. Like you you you're going in the right direction. And so uh, shrink those milestones. You know, don't 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 look at it in big chunks all the time. Uh, be able to make sure you're in a position to. to monitor how far you've come and she's talking about coming through a pandemic uh it's been crazy like some people have not been able to work uh you know a lot of stuff is just completely shut down um entertainment hadn't been able to really take that uh oh, see nothing shut down <laughs> so <laughs> some people been, been this still busy as usual but a lot of stuff has been shut down uh <laughs> but it's been a it's been a long year so i mean simply kind of getting through that to the end, uh, you know, work, doing what you can do to stay safe, getting ready for next year. Uh, you know, it's just part of it. So don't, don't get too heavy on yourself, especially in a year like this. Um, you know, if you didn't get every single thing you wanted to get done, done, it's going to be okay. Well, our mantra at work, um, I run a therapeutic day school. And one of the things that I teach my kids and whenever I feel them kind of spiraling, um, I have them repeat progress, not perfection. Um, mm -hmm. We are looking for progress, not perfection. So, okay. So you got you think I got some therapist potential? Because I I was close. <laughs> you I was were. Close. You had. <laughs> I was close. And that was it. You had. Put that on my list. Twenty twenty one. Here we come. <laughs> Here we come. You ready? Put that on the 